do you get nervous during your interviews? Are you stumbling over certain questions, wishing you had just answered them a little bit differently? Is there a part of the interview process that is tripping you up and you're just not getting that offer so you can start doing that job you love? Well, you're in the right place. My name is John Nerrill, and I want to welcome you to a special interview preparation series here on the Mid-Career GPS Podcast. I help mid-career professionals who are feeling stuck, undervalued, and underutilized show up to find a job they love or love the job they have using my proven four-step formula. It's time to start building your mid-career GPS, so let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. You have been listening to a special week-long series focused on helping you prepare for your next interview. And every episode this week has been filled with short, actionable tips designed to address a specific component in your interview process. Today is day five. I'm going to jump right into today's episode because this is one that I get a lot of questions about, and it has to do with being ghosted. I wish I had the perfect reason as to why people in general get ghosted now, but this has been happening more and more, especially with active job seekers and people who have gone through multiple rounds of interviews only to never hear from a contact, an HR rep, a hiring manager again. And needless to say, it is frustrating and disappointing on so many levels. So if you have been ghosted in the job-seeking process, stay with me here because I'm going to share a tip with you that has helped me out tremendously, and it also helps my clients as well. So let's just define what ghosting is. Ghosting happens when you have had some kind of interaction be it an email, a phone call, an interview, and all of a sudden communication ceases by one party, leaving the other one questioning what happened. I do want to be clear here. You as the job seeker should never ghost a potential employer. And the same works on the other side as well. If you are a recruiter, hiring manager, HR rep, please do not ghost any talent that has been actively seeking to come work for you and your company. But ghosting does happen. The question then becomes, as the job seeker, what control do you have over preventing you're never going to get ghosted? And the reality is you don't. When somebody ghosts you, it is out of your control. But there are things you can do that can either minimize or lessen the chance of you being ghosted. And here's how we do that. You as the job seeker, especially when you are excited or interested in a position, certainly want an answer as to whether you're moving forward in the interview process or you have been ruled out and eliminated. 
whatever that is, at some point in time as the interview wraps up, you should be given a timeline for when a decision should be made about the next steps. Let's use this example. You have interviewed for a position you're really excited about on a Wednesday. And during the interview, the hiring manager says to you, I want to thank you for coming to the interview today. Just to give you an idea on our timeline, we expect to make a decision by this Friday. You're like, that's great. I only have to wait 48 hours and then I'm going to hear something. But what if you don't? I have talked throughout this series that your primary responsibility in an interview is to build a relationship with the hiring manager. You are going to continue to do that. And here is my advice to help you do that. When you're given the timeline, you're going to say something like this. Thank you so very much for letting me know the timeline and setting an expectation that you'll make a decision on the job by this Friday. Naturally, I'm very excited to hear from you, but in the event something happens and you don't or are unable to reach out to me by this Friday, would it be okay with you if I follow up with you on Monday just to check on my status where I am at in the interview process? There doesn't need to be any drama with this. It is clear and clean about you setting a ground rule and showing up for what it is that you want in this process. Here's where it gets interesting. The hiring manager is going to say one of two things to you. One, thank you so very much. I really appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. If you don't hear from us by Friday, please make sure to reach out to me on Monday. And I'll be happy to tell you where we are at. Or they're going to say, we will make our decision by Friday and we'll let you know. You cannot predict one answer being better than the other because we don't know their timeline. We don't know how things work specifically in their company. But I have seen enough and been around enough to know this. if the hiring manager says the first example to you, thank you so much. Yes. If we don't hear from us by Friday, reach out on Monday. More than likely they are interested in hiring you or keeping you warmed up in case a first selection says no. Look, it doesn't matter whether you're first, second or third, as long as you get the job offer. But that at least keeps your relationship warmed up with them. And what it means for you is that you don't have to walk on eggshells anymore. Friday comes, you've either heard from them or you haven't. If you hadn't, you now have permission to follow up on Monday. If the hiring manager gives you the second response, which is, we'll let you know, we'll be making a decision by Friday and just let you know. It doesn't mean you're not getting the job, but what it means is they don't want you following up with them. Now, what I have seen both in my coaching practice and my own work, yeah, the first option is actually a little bit better, tends to 
mean you're you're definitely going to get a response or they will answer an email or phone call if they haven't followed up but the same the the the, the same thing has happened with the second option too the goal here is you're just to build that relationship there is nothing wrong in asking for what you want in this process especially when you are now on your second, third, fourth, or fifth round of interviews. But keep in mind, there's a lot of things that could be happening on the company's end that you're just not privy to. They may have had a delay. Something might have happened with the hiring manager. You and I know plenty of people that have gotten COVID, sadly enough, during this time, and they've had to take some time off from work. You don't know what the reasons are. What you're doing is you are setting a ground rule for yourself and for them in building this relationship that you don't have to walk on eggshells when it comes to whatever your next move is. You might be sitting there saying, John, that's great, but what happens if they don't let me know on Friday and I follow up on Monday and they don't answer my email or phone call. That can happen. And in my work, I have seen that happen. Here's what you do. You honor the agreement. So let's say you email on Monday, you haven't heard anything. My suggestion would be on Wednesday, follow back up again. You may be the kind of person where you're like, ugh, 48 hours seems too soon for me. I'd rather wait until Friday. You make that decision, but keep in mind, you have permission to follow up because that's the agreement that you made. I also am a firm believer that three strikes and you're out. If you followed up and they're not returning an email, they're not returning a phone call, and you've spaced them out accordingly, more than likely over the span of a couple of weeks, and you've not heard anything, let it go. Let it go. Worrying about why you have been ghosted or what's happened is a waste of your time and energy. I know it hurts. I get that. But worrying about why someone doesn't want to hire you or what went wrong or what happened has nothing to do with you. It is all about them. You may not be the first choice. So they may be offering it to the first person and they're waiting to hear. And there could be negotiations back and forth between signing bonus and start date and everything. And they don't want to lose you in this process. And admittedly, a lot of people do not know how to handle these situations that are best, in my opinion. And so the default is let's just not do anything. I'm not going to condone crappy behavior here. I was going to say another word, but I'm going to keep this G-rated. PG rated at least. I'm not going to condone that kind of behavior. But in your job search, this is always a numbers game. It's a numbers game based on the number of positions you apply to, the number of interviews you have, the number of people you connect to. You need to be 
perseverant and consistent and never let the foot up off of the gas pedal until you have a job offer in hand that you like, that you accept. Your motives, your behavior must be paramount here. Don't waste your time on somebody else's crappy behavior. It is not worth it. It slows you down. It bogs you down in all of this mind drama that you don't need to be having. You want to take an hour or two and be upset about it, be angry about it, frustrated, whatever it is, go for it. But if you're wasting more time, in my opinion, than a day on this, worrying about it, you are holding yourself back from finding the job you love or loving the job you have. Obviously, if you have any questions on this, you can always email me at john at johnnerrell.com. You can follow me on LinkedIn. If we're not connected on LinkedIn, we should be. You can find me on LinkedIn at John Nerrell. Uh, I'm also on, I have a private Facebook group called Your Mid-Career GPS. I'd love for you to come and be a part of that as well. Just find it on Facebook at Your Mid-Career GPS and then answer the membership questions and I'll let you in. And you can also find me on Instagram at John Narrow Coaching. Also, right on my website at johnnarrell.com, I've got this wonderful guide that I have been talking about and promoting all week. It is called 26 Sentence Starters to Help You Answer Any Interview Question. It's going to help you formulate your answers. It's going to help you process your thoughts around five different interview types and scenarios of questions, rather, that you're going to be asked. And more importantly, it's going to help you organize what you want to say and when you want to say it. So all you have to do is go to johnnerrell.com. I'll link up to it in the show notes. And go ahead and purchase it. It's a small fee to purchase it. And let me help you start telling your story a little bit better. Now, I've got one more special announcement. When I was planning these podcast episodes, I was thinking it was going to be five. It was going to be Monday through Friday, and that was going to be it. However, I've had so much fun doing this for you that there is one more topic I want to address in this series, and I'm going to drop this episode tomorrow. And that is about closing the deal. So tomorrow, I'm going to talk with you about how do you close the deal in the interview, how do you weigh out and determine if it's the best offer for you, and what things you could consider or should be considering at this point, and once you decide how you take those next steps. All right. I'll be back with you tomorrow. But until then, remember this. We build our mid-career GPSs one mile or one step at a time, and how we show up matters. Make it a great rest of your day.